Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. Today we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 2, titled Bad Code. Uh, Yet another great, great episode uh, that brings a very satisfying conclusion to this several-episode Root Finch arc. Uh, So, the majority of this episode takes place in Texas with Reese and Carter looking into this girl, Hannah who disappeared back in the 90s, and whose number got spat out by the machine in relation to Root. Now, initially, we are under the assumption that this girl grew up to become Root, that she's still alive and grew up to become the insane woman we know her to be today. So... We're trying to figure out what happened to her. Where did she go? Uh, What were the circumstances behind her disappearance? And setting aside the root stuff for a minute, this is honestly a really compelling mystery just on its own. Because, like, the setup is so good. You have a girl back in the 90s. She hung out at the library a lot, playing Oregon Trail. And one night, She leaves the library, never comes home, there is a single 911 call saying Hannah got into a car with someone, license plate is the only information given, like, she can't tell what the car is, she can only tell that it is this license plate. That's as detailed information as we get. And as we go down the rabbit hole of this, it is so compelling. At first, uh, we're led to believe that it's uh, this Cody dude who's just an, who is apparently just an absolute trash pile as a teenager and still is an absolute trash pile. Uh, there's this great scene at the bar where Reese just goes in, starts interrogating the dude. And by interrogating, I mean hitting a lot. He starts this random bar fight. <laughs> and it, it's so, like, it's the most Reese thing that could have ever happened. And then, like, these two guys he ends up tussling with become, like, a subplot throughout the episode. <laughs> like, they just keep coming back. He runs into them at the motel. And just beats them up again. Steals their crossbow. (laughs) He's on the phone at one point. And the guys come into his room and are like, Hey, listen, uh, we're cool, but we do kind of need our stuff. And then Reese just without, like, blinking an eye, just (laughs) 
<laughs> just picks up the crossbow and is like, police business. <laughs> just so calm. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then somehow magically, it's just like, they're friends by the end. <laughs> just like, yeah, those guys are like gonna take me to the airport. Like, <laughs> they're really cool dudes. Like, it's so weird. It's such a weird subplot. <laughs> I love it. Why is there a crossbow here? Oh, I took it from them. We're friends now. <laughs> Oh, but that on its own is great. And then Carter finds these credit card junk mail things addressed to Hannah that all tie to a bank account set up in her name after she disappeared, which is furthering our assumption that she's alive and is the one who became Root. There's another name on the account, Trent Russell, uh, character actress Margot Martindale's husband. By the way, I totally forgot that character actress Margot Martindale was in this show. I totally forgot that she showed up for an episode. And I was very happy to see her. I was very happy that she just randomly showed up. Like, I... I leapt out of my seat at that point. I was like, ooh, character actress Margot Martindale. <laughs> uh, but by the way, I only refer to her as character actress Margot Martindale. I never refer to her as just Margot Martindale. Uh, Bojack Horseman did that to me. That I am now broken because of Will Arnett. Uh, <laughs> but character actress Margot Martindale's husband is the other name tied to this count. So... They go to see character actress Margot Martindale. They find out this dude uh, was shot to death a long-ass time ago. And the license plate is the same license plate that was said in the call. It's the same one. Like, exactly. And so now we're led to believe, hmm, this guy might have been the dude involved in the disappearance. And after searching character actress Margot Martindale's home, they find 16 copies of Flowers for Algernon. Which, by the way, may be the greatest book ever written. If you haven't read Flowers for Algernon... It's perfect. It's a masterpiece. I love everything about it. Uh, But 16 copies of it. And it's the last book that Hannah checked out. Apparently, someone sends these books to that home every year on the same day. Just to be cruel. (coughs) Sorry, my throat decided to murder me. Not the most comforting sound in the age of coronavirus, I know, but I swear I'm not, I'm not sick. (laughs) Laugh to keep from crying. Anyway, flowers for Algernon. Once a year, every year, just as like this cruel reminder. 
And Margot Martindale eventually breaks down and says, I know who called 911 that day. It was Samantha Groves. And I know that because she told me the same thing she said on that call. And she also told me that Trent Russell, my husband, is the one who was in the car with her. And apparently character actress Margot Martindale just swept this under the rug and like yelled at her, called her like a lying bitch. And was just so incredibly cruel because at the time she was... In love with him and couldn't couldn't possibly couldn't possibly comprehend the fact that he might be this giant pile of human garbage. And through investigating this bank account, by the way, we find Hannah's body under the patio. So she is dead dead. It's not her. But, it's clearly someone with intimate details about this case. Because we find out through the bank account stuff that Root hacked this bank account to, like, have it set up in this person's name with this other dude, with Trent Russell's Name attached to it. Stole some money. Stole like a hundred grand. From like. Some drug gangs. And then just waited. (laughs) And then just. Let that catch up to him. Even though he had nothing to do. With stealing the money from them. There's no way. He could have convinced them. Because. His name is attached to the account. The only other name involved is that of a dead girl. No way to shift blame there. And we had the flowers for Algernon sent to the Russell household once every year. So it has to be someone with intimate knowledge of this case. Who is the only other person who knew about it and knew about the finer details? Samantha. Groves. That is Ruth's real name. And Reese is able to look at a receipt on the latest of the flowers for Algernon's. And through that, finding where she bought it, uh, finding accounts attached to it, leading from a bank to 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 a gas station in Maryland... Not too long ago. And so Reese now rushes all the way to Maryland to save Finch. While all of this is happening, Finch is getting in the midst of being tortured alongside Denton. And Roots basically, like, set up this perverse contest of, like, one of you is going to tell me where I can find the machine. And will continue on this journey with me. And, oh my god, it is rough to watch. It really, really is. Especially with Denton, 
who she does the enhanced interrogation tactics on. Apparently, he's one of the people who signed off on it, so a little, little cosmic justice there. And eventually, Root steps out for a second, and Denton's like, Finch, you have to save me, Finch. It does, it, it does slip from Root at one point that Finch is the one who made the machine and not Ingram. So, this dude now knows it's Finch. And Finch helps Denton escape, so Denton just beats the crap out of Root when she comes back. And then... Does not let Finch go. And instead, starts interrogating him. And is like, hey, I need to know everything you know about the machine. Points a gun to his head, and then once Finch tells him everything, he pulls the trigger. And nothing fires out of the gun. And then Root attacks. Apparently this was all an elaborate setup. To get Finch to see that the people he gave the machine to are assholes. Are terrible, terrible, terrible human beings. And he made a horrible mistake. And then Root gets... All of the known locations that the machine has been from Denton. Apparently it moves around a lot. So she is on a path to the machine. And then flat out murders Denton. And Finch has this great monologue about how like you are worse than all of them. You are a terrible... Like you are insane and sadistic and... You might as well kill me, because I'd rather die than have you be my partner in any way. So now, Root is taking Finch to the train station. To go out west to look for the machine some more. Knocks him up with a sedative. Puts him in a wheelchair and starts rolling him out. Uh, before the uh, before they go, though, he manages to leave a, a little code on the phone for Reese. While all this is happening, Fusco has been looking into the Alicia Corwin cover-up. Uh, follows this shady government deal. And... Finds out about Denton. Finds out exactly where that house is that he was going. Gives that information to Reese. And Reese goes there, finds the code, uh, decodes it to say train station, and then goes after Finch in the train station. This train station. This train station sequence is fantastic. This train station sequence is phenomenal. It is so, so completely tense. You have Root trying to take Finch. Reese comes in. Root is like, crap, 
you you helped him. You brought him here. I told you what would happen if you try to get away. And then calls over a security guard to get shot. She shoots the security guard. Finch jumps literally in front of the bullet. Like he tackles the gun out of her as she's firing it. And so gets shot himself. Reese then saves him and gets him out of there. Root gets away. So we got Finch back. And Root's in the wind. Uh, So he brings Finch back. We get this nice meeting between Finch and Bear. As Bear is chewing up a limited first edition. (laughs) F this dog. (laughs) Not the greatest first impression to make. (laughs) He went from lovable to a little asshole. And then we get this fantastic ending where Root calls Reese and is like, Hey, John, thank you for finding my friend Hannah. And then, like, hangs up and is, like, taking pictures of the crime scene around the house where she held Denton. And all the major players of this shadowy organization that's been tracking the Alicia Corwin stuff and been tracking Denton. So whoever these guys are, they are now on Root's radar. And that's it. We're, we have reset now. Well, not reset. We have gone back to somewhat of the status quo. And now we can have the Reese, Finch, Carter, Fusco, uh, all that chasing down the numbers dynamic. It's all been restored. Yay! I wish I could say this is the most, uh, that this is the most explosive thing that happens this season. That this is the most insane thing that happens this season. But from what I remember, it is not. It ratchets up quite a bit. We have a lot to talk about over the next few weeks. And I'm looking forward to dissecting all of it. Because season two, it's real good, man. Season two, I would call it... Hmm, I'm trying to... I'm trying to phrase this in a way... That doesn't spoil all the rest of the show. Season 2 lays the groundwork for the back half of this series. Which is a masterwork. The the groundwork laid in Season 2 reverberates throughout all of Person of Interest and provides a prologue to... All of the most compelling conflicts in this entire show. That is the least spoilery way in which I can say it. So, get ready for that. It's gonna be real good. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode 
of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simplest just to push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Put just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Uh, if you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I will put up there once every month. Uh, or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. On Monday, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 3. Talk to you then.